0: This is the Novel Marketing Podcast.
1: I'm James L. Rubart. I'm Thomas Umstadt Jr. And this is the show for novelists who hate marketing, but still want to become best-selling authors.
0: So in today's marketing podcast episode, we're going to be talking about giving your novel away for free. Wait, is this right? Like, how is that How is that a good idea? Why would we want to give away <laughs> free? 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 I thought the whole point here was to make money selling books. And how do you do that? How is this not a horrible idea?
1: Yeah, it's crazy because, because what's happening these days Thomas is. People are giving away their books for free all the time. Bookbub, Reader IQ Daily, Kindle Daily. It, it, there's all these lists where they will send you in your email box. I mean, I get them where I can get all these books free. Click, 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 click. So, is this good or is this bad? So why, that's what why would that's I about.
0: ever want to buy a book if I can just get books for free? Great question.
1: <laughs> <laughs> So, Great question. So I guess the first thing we should talk about, Thomas, is, is free a dirty word or is free not a dirty word? I, I don't think it's entirely a dirty word, but I also don't think it's the cure for every marketing problem. And I, I see that a lot. That's the idea. Oh, let's give it away for free. That's that's the marketing solution, it seems, to every, every question these days. And
0: it all comes about how you use it. So free can be an act of desperation. We can't get anyone to buy it, so we might as well give it away for free. And if that's the way you're approaching free, it's not going to work typically. Uh, That can backfire, It can undermine the value of the book. I know books that sell for $40 new because they've built up uh, a reputation for being that valuable of a book. And people pay, pay it. In fact, it has a hard time staying um, in print. And that's for $40 for a 100-page book. If you're curious, it's advertising headlines that will make you rich. Michael Hyatt uh, highly recommends that book. And You know, it really is worth the 40 bucks that it costs on Amazon because every time I'm stuck writing a headline, I spend some time in that book and I always have an idea when we're done with it. That's a book that free would not work at all because they've built up this huge perception of value. But free can work. And so, Jim, tell us about some of the ways where free can be helpful.
1: Well, free can give exposure. I mean, it can get your book into the hands of people that would not have normally taken uh, a chance on it. It's It's the you know, it's the samples at at the grocery store, mm-hmm. right? Where you hey, try this cheese, wow, it's really good, I better go and actually buy some of that cheese. So that can happen. Some people are of the type where they go, okay, I'm going to get this book for free on a Kindle or Nook or, or, or Kobo or somewhere else. And they're going to go, wow, I like that book so much, I've got to go out and buy it. The other th- idea is if I give you this book for free, um, you might not buy that book in a paperback or hardback copy but you'll buy my other books cuz you like that so much. So so that can be an upside. Another upside can be permafree, which is a podcast we should probably do a whole episode on that and that's a book that stays free forever and what it does typically is it'll fund a series. In other words, it's the first book in the series is free and then the second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth books aren't free. Well, if you love the first one, Odds are you're going to buy the second one. It's the one. drug dealer strategy.
0: It is. The first one's <laughs> yeah. always free. And, and there, this, in fact, the whole drug industry is based uh, on this. You know, the product is so good, quote, unquote, good. You know, just ignore long-term effects. You, you try it one time. You know, everyone's first cigarette that they smoke is free. No one goes out and buys a pack of cigarettes. They're like, man, everyone stinks. I want to stink like everybody else. I'm going to go and spend money. (laughs) No. Somebody hands them a cigarette and like, you should try this. You know, maybe they're 14, 15 years old and they try it. And that first free experience leads to more. And so – One of the things that helps make free work as a strategy is having more than one book. And you'll notice that the independently published authors that are financially successful have a lot of books out. And they're able to use free to draw people into a series or to draw them into them as an author. So you know, spending money on an unknown author is a bit of a risk. But maybe if I get the first book for free, this will work. And here's an example of this working on me. I got suckered in. So I saw a tweet on Twitter. It was from Callie Lewis, who's a personality. And she said, I read too many books with dragons in them, but this one's pretty good, and it's free today on Amazon. So I'm like, well, you had me at dragons. (laughs) So (laughs) I get the book, and it's His Majesty's Dragon, and it's basically Jane Austen era Napoleonic Wars but with dragons. And so I read it, and it's amazing. And now here's where they failed a little bit. There was nothing at the end of the book that I read that said that that was the first book in a series. I thought it was oh, just an amazing. Oh, wow, book. that's a miss. Yeah, it was a miss, but somehow someone I I heard and like, yeah, there's more than one. I was like, "What?" And so very quickly I read the second one, then the third one, then the fourth, fifth, sixth. They ended up making almost $100 off of me because I read that first book and I fell so much in love uh, with the story world and with the characters. Uh, that, you know, I read everything that Naomi Novik writes now, and, and the book's not free anymore. You have to pay for it. But for that one day, it brought in enough new readers where now people are talking about it.
1: And and it worked for me for my first novel, frankly. Rooms was on sale. Well, it was free on Kindle for for two weeks. And 12 out of the 14 days, it was the number one book in all of Kindle. And wow. a, a, just a ton of people downloaded the book. So it got a lot of attention. I even got an email from the agent that represents Anthony Hopkins and Denzel Washington, <laughs> <laughs> wondering if I was represented. So it it definitely worked in that sense and it, it you know, rooms went on to become a best-selling book. But I, I that was in 2010. And so part of the problem I see with free books and I guess we're going to get to the downside is now so many people do it that it's just not it's just not that exciting anymore. It, it's The attitude becomes, ah, I'm sure that books might, might become free. Or, and I think this is a bigger problem, people say, well, there's so many good books out there for free. Why should I actually pay for a book these days? And that uh, is, it's like the retailer called Lamont's, which was for years and years and years uh, a company in the Seattle area. And what Lamont's did was sell clothes similar to Nordstrom. Lamont's was kind of just a little bit lower quality store than Nordstrom's was and what Nordstrom was would do and continues to do they have a half yearly sale right so a couple times a year they have a real decent sale what Lamont's did is they had sales every single day of the year day after day after week after month. 70% 70% off sale, 60% off sale, 80% off sale. In other words, that's the only way they could get people into their store. It became a drug that they could not get off of. And my fear is that the publishing industry has gotten to the point where the free thing is a drug that will we ever be able to get off of.
0: In fact, JCPenney tried that. They redid their whole marketing plan because JCPenney was more like Lamont's. And they're like, we're going to just have a fair price going to try to be the Walmart of department stores, and it was a disaster. Because here's the flip side of why free and why sales work so well, is that there's a certain kind of person that only will respond to that. They're not looking for the everyday low price. They're looking for a sense of urgency, and they don't act without a sense of urgency. And so when you say, well, it's this price for today, but it's going to be twice as much tomorrow, well, then they buy it Today, and uh, you 're able to motivate people, but again, what kind of folks are you trying to get? Nordstrom is you know is shooting for a higher end part of the market, whereas JC Penney is shooting for a lower end kind of a more budget centric uh, part of the audience so what kind of readers do you want <laughs> <laughs> that 's a great that 's a great question because you we 're training them right Thomas
1: We are training. Uh, readers these days to go. Oh my gosh! You know, I see all these free books. They want one ninety nine like BookBub. They'll have the free ones. They'll also have the ones in there that are two bucks, one ninety nine, one ninety nine for a for a book. You got to be kidding me. Whereas they'll walk into Starbucks three minutes later and drop five bucks for a cup of coffee. So we have trained them, which makes it a lot harder for frankly anybody to sell a book for what I would say is a fair price.
0: Yeah, and now. We don't want to say that we're against or anti free you know my book table we spent you know hundreds and hundreds of hours, thousands of dollars developing the software, and we give ninety percent of it away completely free uh you know even the code is free, you could take it and make your own. Version for it, and the the model that we're using is something called freemium, and this is something to think about if you're an author. So we give all of the features away, but one or two, and we charge for an add-on to get those last two features. That's uh, adding affiliate integration, and you get a universal buy button and some support, some other kind of bells and whistles. But all the other features are free. But what we found is that people are willing. Some people are willing to pay for those bonus features enough for it to. Give us the money we need to keep the plug-in maintained for all the free free folks. So, you know, <laughs> something for all the free folks. There is, uh, and I've talked with publishing houses, and there's this type of person that is called a freezen is the kind of jargon for them, and all they do is get free stuff. And they'll take your free stuff and they won't buy your paid stuff. Right. But a lot of folks will take your free stuff and then they'll get hooked in if your story's good enough and they'll buy your paid stuff. And if you're just getting started, you this may be the only option on the table. But you don't see New York Times bestselling authors giving books away for free very often. Um, And when they do, it's for a very limited time that creates this huge sense of urgency that brings this huge flood of readers in that then can kick things off.
1: So yeah, we're not not talking pro-free. We're not talking against free. We're just bringing this up because you need to make this decision in your mind. Should you go free or not. And, and that really comes down to you need to figure out what the goal of your free or let's call it deep discount is. What do you want to have come out of it? I we would never want you to say well everybody's given their book away for free or deep discount so I should probably do it. That's a good marketing idea. Well maybe <laughs> depending on what your goals are are those clearly defined and can you measure it at the end and go yes this accomplished what I wanted it to do.
0: Yeah, because just because everyone else is doing it doesn't mean that they're all getting success. People tend to be very quiet about their failures most of the time. And so uh, if a free or deep discount can work. It can also really fail. I'll tell you, though, like sites like BookBub, there's a reason why authors want to be on BookBub, because it gives you this huge surge of sales on day one. But let's say it's only a one-day sale. You still get sales on day two because people start to talk about your book. And we've talked about this in the past, but it's worth saying again, it's much easier to turn fame into fortune than it is to turn fortune into fame. And one way to get famous is to give away your book for free.
1: People talk, right? So if if somebody gets your book on BookBub or Kindle deal or uh, IQ Daily, whatever it is, and they love it, and three weeks later they're telling people about it, well, that book probably isn't free anymore. And so those people are going to buy it. Word of mouth. Again, we say it over and over, but that is the best form of advertising. And giving your book away for free uh, is like handing out a brochure for your next book.
0: So one way not to do it don't have it where the first day of every month the book is free because then you just train everyone to only get your book on the first day of the month if you're going to give it away for free it needs to be unpredictable uh where so they don't know if it's going to be six months or two days uh for the next time and if it's unpredictable point in the future they'll go ahead and buy today unless you're Nordstrom and it's going to be you know twice a year every year but that's they don't give away free stuff Nordstrom is giving discounts, so it's a whole, you know, it's a different shopping experience during those sales because everything's so packed and crazy.
1: We are just about out of time, but I'm going to throw a question out to Thomas that he and I have not talked about before, because I'm curious uh, of his opinion on this. And this is a free strategy that you see people do from time to time. And the basic idea is this is not an ebook; This is an actual, physical, hard copy of the book that they are going to send to you. And what they do is they say, Thomas, gosh, James L. Rubart's next book is free. You get it free. Though only the first thousand people, but you could be one of those first thousand people. You get it free. And you're like, well, gosh. That's that sounds great. I've read Jim in the past. I'd like to read his new book for free and not just a ebook book the actual physical copy. This is wonderful. Then you go to the website and it says in fine print, all I ask you to do, Thomas, is cover the small handling and shipping fee of $7.95. Now Thomas is going to go, oh, let's see, Jim, it probably cost him a buck fifty to uh, print the book and let's see, it's probably going to cost him media mail, so that's going to cost him another two seventy-one. Wait a minute. Jim's making some bulk on this. Okay, he's In fact, he's making more on this book than he does his, on his traditionally published books. What's the deal? So I'm just curious what you think about that strategy. Do you think people see through it? Do you think they think that's a good deal? Does it work?
0: Um, well, it worked on me. <laughs> I actually bought a book that way. Uh, just last month, somebody was launching a book. It was uh, somebody who had done a good job building a platform. I'd been following their list and their, you know, kind of train of thought for nonfiction for a long time. It's like, hey, it's going to be – I'm giving away the book for free. And then I looked, and in this instance, it was 4 or $5 shipping and handling. And I did that math in my head, and I was like, this is basically a break-even price. For him, maybe he's making a, f- a few cents, but it, I knew this was for a limited time, and if I didn't buy the book this way, it was going to be more later. And so, people don't really care how much it costs you, and most people don't know what a book costs to make. Um, what they really care is: is this a better deal for me? So, is this cheaper for me than it will be later? Now, if you're charging nine ninety five for shipping and handling, that's different. <laughs> that's going to feel like a bait and switch. And one of the challenges with the charging for shipping is that people are going to do the math because they get free shipping from Amazon typically. And so they're going to be like, well, okay, it's I have to pay for shipping and the book is free now, whereas Amazon gets free shipping, but I have to pay for the book, which is going to be cheaper. And one of the ways to make that work is if it, the book is already on Amazon at that higher price. And so then I do, and, and in this instance, that's exactly what it was. And I did, I went to Amazon. I was like, wow, it's $16 and free shipping on Amazon or it's $7 or $5. Uh, for shipping, and the book is free on this website, so I'm gonna buy it now. And it was a way, again, of leveraging urgency. One of the, your big cha- marketing challenges as an author is that I can buy your book tomorrow. And then when tomorrow comes, I can buy your book tomorrow and I never get around to buying your book and I never get around to reading your book. And so you want to always look for opportunities as a marketer to create urgency, to make people want to buy today. And one way of doing that is letting them know the book's going to be more expensive tomorrow if they don't buy it today.
1: Very good point, and then you have to actually follow through on that. Um, <laughs> right. Yeah, if you make
0: it free tomorrow, and then you're just gonna have a bunch of angry people.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I've seen guys do this type of thing where, okay, last day, and then the next day I check it out, and you can still get the book for free. Right. <laughs> just ship and and handle shipping and handling. So you have to have integrity in that. Well, hopefully you've enjoyed this. This has been a good discussion on free, and we would love to get your feedback. We love to get your feedback, feedback on any of our shows, and we also love to get your questions. We do uh, an extravaganza every now and then
0: of, of our uh, top questions, and we would love to include yours. Quick book recommendation uh, on this topic uh, before we close, and that is there's a book on free books. Entitled Free. It's a New York Times bestseller, right. and it's actually the whole history of using free things to sell things and how to make money off of free. And I'll tell you, most uh, billion-dollar businesses have free as a part of their overall mix uh, so you know Google gives away the search results for free uh, that you know NBC gives away the television shows for free and so there's a lot of different marketing business strategies around free and you need to understand kind of what works for who and how the how those play out and it's one of the few books I've read multiple times I really enjoy uh, free by Chris Anderson
1: and it's been out for a number of years now but it's still very relevant uh, so that's definitely one to check out. This edition of the Novel Marketing Podcast has been brought to you by an app that you need on your website. If you're a WordPress, uh, if WordPress is your platform, it's called My Book Table. It's a plugin, and it hooks you up essentially uh, to make money for you with affiliate uh, links on sites like Amazon and Barnes and Noble, etc. All you need to do is go to mybooktable.com, and you can get all the information.
0: Did you know that if you will leave a review for this podcast, James will rename his cat after you? (laughs) Assuming he, you know, buys a cat. And, uh, you know, maybe I'll even name one of my children after you, you know, assuming if I get married. But in all seriousness, we would love it if you would leave a review for us in iTunes or in the Stitcher radio store.
1: This has been the Novel Marketing Podcast, giving you novel ideas on how to promote yourself and your writing online, offline, and everywhere in between.